Welcome to my frequency. You are listening to Spiritual with Aurelia Lucinda. Welcome to the first episode of Spiritual. I am Aurelia Lucinda. I went through my dark night of the soul that led to my spiritual awakening about two years ago. And since then, spirituality has been the most important thing in my life. It's been like a quest that I've been on ever since. I have always had a connection to the unseen. As a child, I could see spirits and communicate with them. And death has never scared me. Because I just always knew death was nothing to fear, that it was a natural part of life. And when people have died, it wouldn't affect me or make me as sad as it would those around me, which I know can sound strange. By spirituality, I don't mean religion. I'm not religious. Uh, Not all spiritual people are religious, and not all religious people are spiritual. By spirituality, I mean freedom from thoughts and ego, found in being present like the way to spirituality is always in just being present spirituality means knowing there is more than this world more than what we can see more than just this one life knowing that there's something bigger than yourself and you can call it God, the universe, source, the great divine. But spirituality is not a religion, it's not a system, it's just a state of being. It's finding freedom, finding another way to Love when everything feels wrong. It's a path you find. Some just believe in nature and the phases of the moon or love above all. And I think that's pretty amazing as well. And that it is really important to respect what others believe in, regardless of what your personal opinion is on the matter. It can also be referred to as being awake or as a path to enlightenment, but I prefer to just say spiritual. To be honest, in my flawed humanness, I don't always remember the simplest lesson about 
being awake, which is to just be present in the moment. Somehow I managed to keep forgetting what it means, how to get to it, and how awe-inducing it can be. It's the lesson I keep learning over and over again. After I have tormented myself with worry over the future or being stuck reliving the past, the solution to my problem always comes back to the same lesson, to just be present in the moment. Because if you are fully present, you realize that you don't need anything in that moment. That the past is gone and it has no control over you and worrying about the future is pointless. Because you experience that future you think of as the present as well. There's always only this moment. And from my experience, when you have a spiritual awakening or an ego death, when it's caused by breaking through deep, intense suffering or emotional pain, like uh, intense going through an intense depression, the awakening that you feel, it can be like a supercharged spark. It is pure bliss and release and freedom from all suffering for a period of time. It can last for weeks or months. But eventually, that initial spark does wear off. Then being present and remembering who you are doesn't feel as easily accessible anymore. Or at least that's what your thoughts or your ego wants you to think. For me, it felt like that initial spark started to fade quite quickly. Because I woke up, but I still had my life to deal with. The wreckage that was my life. I had a lot of cleaning up to do. It was 30 years worth of trauma to sort through. My learned beliefs, habits, behaviors, coping mechanisms, and the people that I had in my life then. I've had the unfortunate experience of knowing a lot of people's shadow selves. And by shadow I mean when someone resorts to physical violence, abuse, narcissism, or those who are so envious and jealous of others that they plot to destroy another person's life. And people carry hatred for others. I see that as living from the shadow. Eckhart Tolle refers to it as living from the deep unconscious ego. Some of us experience a lot more pain, suffer a lot more, and go through a lot more darkness 
at the hands of other people and a way to overcome it is to transcend it, transmute it. But not everyone gets to that place. It is choosing love over anger and hatred and holding on to a grudge. It is choosing freedom over being stuck in cycles of trauma. It is, but it is also painful. Healing can be excruciating. And that is why not everyone does it. That's why some people just keep pushing down the pain every time it comes up and live in a state of numbness. Living in darkness and pain can feel like it envelops you, like drowning in the ocean. When you are afraid and panic, you sink further down. And the deeper you sink, the more the surface feels impossible to get to. Some of the wounds that I acquired and had to heal, like open up and disinfect, were things like feeling guilty. Gaslighting before the word gaslighting existed. And when you hear, it's when you hear the same thing over and over again, that something is your fault. That what other people do to you is your fault. If that's what you heard since you were a child, it's hard not to believe. So I had to deal with feeling at fault all the time for feeling wrong. Like I remember growing up and being a teenager and feeling so wrong and guilty for the fact that I was even born. Then I had to deal with my fears and man did my fears go deep. My fears were based in things that happened to me as a child and I realized that the very first time I experienced fear was when I was five years old and Every other time after that, that I experienced fear, it was almost like it just added on to that initial experience. And just being a woman in this world and what that means. After I woke up, I swear I felt the intense fear of being a woman fully for the first time. It was like I tapped into the collective fear that women feel. The fear we don't always say out loud. Fear of someone breaking into your house in the middle of the night while you are asleep and vulnerable. Or being at the expense of a man's capacity for violence. That fear that makes you stay in toxic and sometimes dangerous living situations and relationships just so you have that illusion of being safe from some perceived threat from outside. So that's another layer of 
trauma bond and sometimes life has a twisted sense of humor as i was uncovering all of these fears as they were coming up to the surface it literally manifested in me getting stuck in my room and i had to call a locksmith to get me out because i was so paranoid over my safety at that time when something in your life is extremely out of balance it will show up in something that stops you in your tracks and it will keep showing up until you really address it and then there was the shame shame can feel like the dirtiest word of all my shame used to sucker punch me like some boogeyman waiting for me around a dark corner it always came out of nowhere i would be minding my own business and usually when i was relaxed and calm then i would have these flashbacks of something i was ashamed of like i was reliving it something i tried to suppress and wanted to pretend never happened and it would just knock the air out of my lungs this playback of one of the most shameful moments of my life sometimes i would literally curl into a fetal position it really messed with my self image and sometimes it still does and at its core it made me feel like i was worth nothing like i was unlovable it would make me feel like hiding myself fading into the background not drawing any attention to myself and that of course started in my childhood too but back then i was hiding physical scars under my clothes and doing my best to pretend i was just like everyone else like all the other kids in school i would always feel so out of place with other people it was almost as though i thought they could see it on me the things that caused me shame and in a way of course they could because you attract what you feel you are on the inside and what you think you deserve so if you feel unworthy you attract others who project their own feelings of unworthiness or self-loathing onto you healing these feelings of fear from my victim story my feelings of being the problem feeling unworthy being ashamed as i was healing it took being present out of me but i kept coming back to it being present and evolving every time i did because once you wake up once you know and feel what freedom and love actually feels like you don't want to go back 
it keeps you on the journey no matter how many times you stray or how many times you forget the lessons you already learned you just keep going back to it and when you do you are never rejected or scolded and that's what i give up everything for and that's the difference between spirituality and religions the god i believe in doesn't scold you for mistakes you made in the past doesn't care about people you've slept with doesn't care about your sexual orientation doesn't care about respecting your elders the god i believe in just wants you to find out who you actually are and to just be yourself to just be happy and free but from it all here is what i have learned from embracing the monsters in my closet first from those shame flashbacks i would have and try to ignore the purpose of the flashbacks were not meant to torment me i would have them so that i could work through it to forgive myself or just say yes that happened to acknowledge it without shying away from it or feeling embarrassed or curling into a ball over it and the times when i'm a real badass i've even learned to share to be vulnerable and tell others about the things that caused me shame or the fear or what i've come through because shame needs darkness it can't survive out in the light years ago i tried to share with the people i had in my life and to seek resolution and healing from the very people who hurt me in the first place and i used to make those people so uncomfortable and i would be told to stop talking about things to get over it and to put it behind me and i did stop talking about it for years but if you suppress something it just manifests in your life in other ways and i didn't realize that was just the wrong people i was sharing with just the wrong people for me you can't find healing in the place that hurt you in the first place all that's there for you is just more hurt or at least that's my experience the second thing i learned is when it comes to these challenges and triggers my fear that became paranoia and sometimes my fear and paranoia was justified 
by things I wasn't aware of that came to light and by those who had violated me in the past coming back up and trying to get back into my life and thinking they still have some twisted right to me like I was their property. But I realized I can't control what other people do or think or say or how they act. The only thing I can control is me. So after an incident that would trigger me, I learned to do introspection. To ask, why does this situation, this person trigger me so much? What's here that I need to work through? What is the lesson here that I am meant to learn? If you feel nothing for someone or something, then it can't affect you. If you de-armor a trigger, it is no longer a trigger. You begin to realize that every challenge can actually help you expand instead. You realize that challenges, problems, worries can either make you more unconscious by twisting you up in knots or it can help you grow and evolve. And with every knock I've taken in my life and I've taken a lot of knocks, I've always been able to expand from it. I've always come back more than I was before and I've done that by not holding any hate or anger and not wanting to get back at people by releasing things and handing things over to God And I still have to sometimes when I really find it difficult to forgive I pray and hand over my anger and my pain. But that doesn't make difficult times suck any less. But challenges are a part of life and when I look at it in retrospect I always get it the lesson you can only go as high as how low you've gone your capacity for light is as vast as your capacity for darkness so if you are going through some difficult time Ask yourself, is it making you more unconscious or is it like a trampoline helping you spring forward? And most of the time, you can only answer that question after you are out of the storm. But you can always escape from some of that torment by just being present. And eventually it all falls away. And if shame is kicking your ass, ask, is it there to keep you low? 
was it trying to show you what you need to face and forgive yourself for or just acknowledge and no i'm not an expert i'm the one who has been learning the same lesson over and over again to just be present but what matters is that i keep coming back to it and when i do the presence i experience just keeps getting sweeter and when i look back at the latest worry pain stress period i just broke free from i see that it had a purpose as well it's always a way to level up to have another awakening and this last time it led me to this podcast it led me to you so yeah gentle human please know that life is not meant to be so difficult you can unclench and ease into presence and i think i will leave it there thank you for listening Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram at my name means golden light. Until next time. Remember, you have the same right as everyone else to take up space in the world. Bye for now.